your boy Jerry, the TRX from Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is Tuesday, December 15, 2020, and today I've got an episode for you about... <laughs> well, I didn't even know what I was going to talk about until I pressed that record button. Sometimes that happens, but it turned out to be a pretty damn good episode. I listened back to it, and I'm like, hey, not bad. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so today I'm going to be talking about a little bit of nature, talking about how nature can uh, help you... Uh, well, pretty much structure your life because you know it's nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot to be learned from nature. Uh, nature's no dummy. So there's some things that we can maybe learn from nature, and we're going to talk about a couple of those things today. Uh, and, you know. So yeah, nature's uh, pretty helpful, and I think it'll help you out to uh, listen to this episode. Yeah, you definitely. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and get this episode started. Episode number five, thirteen of the TR Expert Talks. Natural Philosophy. Lego! <laughs> okay, what's going on? So uh, today I was like, oh man, uh, some days I just don't know what to talk about. And on those days, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do a podcast. But, you know, I'm like, you know what? Psh. Sometimes the things coming up to me come into my mind as soon as I press the record button. And today is definitely one of those days. Literally, this just came to my mind as I was talking. I was reading uh, some stuff because I like to read philosophy and you know, I like to read, uh, like, you know, how early people kind of came to the uh, conclusions they came to, because it's interesting to kind of think of early thought, because if you really think about, like, what we know about science, it's like, you know, science really wasn't science until, like, 500 years ago. Before that, it was just, like, a bunch of people kind of guessing and, you know, maybe trying to figure stuff, but we didn't, you know, back in the day, they didn't have a lot of data to, you know, be actual scientists. You know, that thing is that even with science, you know, like, we're, even most of our scientists aren't really scientists by our, because science is not really, it's counterintuitive to human nature, like, we're all logical, we're, excuse me, <laughs> we are not logical, we are the opposite of logical, we are emotional creatures, however, science is all about logic, right, science is all about finding out if your hypothesis, your particular theory, your particular reality, so to speak, is true. And, yeah, that's not really the case in uh, actual life. Most of the people, most of the time we do what's called a, uh, a confirmation bias. Yeah, back to those biases from the other day. Confirmation bias, where essentially you go around and look for information that proves you to be right. Rather than going around and looking for information that proves you to be wrong. 
you know, if we approach the world as scientists, I tell you, we'd have a probably have a little bit more of a uh, uh, you'd have a little probably a few less disappointments in life, you know, and you'd probably be a little bit more realistic. Realistic, unfortunately, though, being realistic is not necessarily uh, you know the path to happiness. In fact, in fact. Studies show that people that are depressed are actually have a better sense of reality than people that are not depressed. Interesting, right? (laughs) It seems that our normal perspective of reality is actually a little uh, jaded by our personal perspective, our personal uh, values and experiences they 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 shade how we view the world so yeah (laughs) you know maybe it's it's good to have your own perspective and maybe not be so realistic all the time however getting back to what i was talking about reading these uh philosophers i ran and came across this interesting philosopher by the name of espinoza and i'm not sure if you know who espinoza was or well was, is, I don't know how you'd put it, he was a human being, his philosophy still live on today, and there's some people that actually, uh, they adhere to him, and I was reading it, and I was like, you know, this guy's, he's on to something here, now, obviously with any philosopher, every, any philosopher, psychologist, anybody that has any kind of frame uh, of, of values that they've created uh, for us to kind of follow, or to at least observe uh they have you know obviously their 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 points and they have their times where they they just don't make a lot of sense and that's okay uh same with espinoza there's some things that were a little bit questionable questionable that i won't go into today uh but one thing i did want to go into uh as of uh two minutes and 30 seconds ago (laughs) is the fact that well espinoza was an interesting human being that really that believed that nature and humanity were essentially one like to to put it another way he believed that nature couldn't have been can't be separated from us uh, because of the laws of uh physics that he studied and gravity and the simple fact that separation still leads to something that is created now i'm not going to get because uh, he's written books on this so i'm not going to get uh completely into it but essentially what it all boils down to is that he believed that any law of nature is essentially the laws of god because god is all around us if god is creation and creation is all around us well then nature must be God, because nature is everything. So he took the interpretation of like God being omnipresent uh, as being nature, the very thing that we reside in. And so I, you know, re- in reading that, I thought, you know, that's actually pretty clever to really think about that. You know, maybe you might take that literally, maybe you might not take that literally, but whether, however you take that, it is an understanding that there are laws that we follow that sometimes you know we can kind of uh, circumvent but for the most part they're universal and that if you do follow those laws it's pretty guaranteed that you'll get the same results 
you know? So I think that's an interesting conclusion to come from that is, you know, it's like nature is something that you can use to help you guide your, your, your plan. You know, I've talked about this in a lot of different episodes in a lot of different ways. You know, I talked about this before in that you can have uh, different seasons of your life, different seasons of uh, preparation. You know, there's the, 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 I guess you could start with the winter. Uh, the winters where you kind of hunker down and you, because, you know, it's winter time. That's why I wanted to start with winter. But, you know, you hunker down and you kind of rest and you, you think about what you need to do. You kind of start planning uh, where you need to put your seeds, which is which will be in the spring. In the spring, you work really hard in your life and you uh, try to plant those seeds so that those seeds can start to grow. You know, and then uh, as you plant those seeds and those seeds start to grow, uh, you, you, you help those plants grow or you help those seeds grow in the summer by, you know, like, you know, taking care of them, uh, tending them and making sure they're getting watered. And, uh, you know, from there, then you cultivate them in the fall. So, you know, there's four seasons uh, to your life. There's four seasons of preparation when it comes to goal setting. And so uh, the nature, you know, there's a lot of things in nature that we can kind of that we can take uh, to I just in fact as I'm thinking about this there's just watching a documentary on like the tallest uh, structures in the world and some of the most like sturdy structures in the world and they happen to be designed after aspects in nature Uh, one of them was like I think it was like a, a mile it was like a mile high concept building and essentially this mile high concept building was uh an anteater's hill <laughs> believe it or not right uh excuse me not an anteater's hill it's what eats anteaters or what anteaters eat excuse me a termite hill and uh, so this was just designed after a termite hill and because of that design it's you know it's really uh, sturdy. It can withstand winds. It, you know, it can house a lot of people because of the uh, the area or the volume that it. it it's, it's just interesting that you know you don't have to go far to find genius in the world, and it's all really all around us. So, uh, to give that a, a little bit of a fitness spin, it's like you know you can't only do the same thing over and over again, right? You can't work the same work muscle groups. You can't do the same workout because there's seasons, you know, your body, your life, your, you know, your fitness, everything has its season. Sometimes you got to go a little bit low. You know, when you're first starting off, you don't want to go too hardcore. So, you know, I guess we could start in the spring here. You want to plant those seeds. So you want to start off hardcore because I guess everybody kind of, that's not working out. It's kind of in the winter, right? Let's just think about that. But, you know, like in the, in the spring, when you get started, you, you plant those seeds, you don't really go too hard because you can't expect those seeds to be, uh, growing anytime soon so you plant the seeds you, you know maybe you start planning out your workout start thinking about your workout routine like what how you're going to set it into your schedule you know maybe get your clothes so you have don't have any excuses you know buy clothes so you get excited before you even go to the gym and then uh in the summer, you actually start implementing your program, working out consistently, following the path that you set for yourself during your, your fitness spring, so to speak. And then in the fall, you start looking at your routine, you start looking at the results, start getting happy with the results, and you start to, you know, you start to wind it down a little bit, you know? And then in the wintertime, you probably lay off the cardio that you're doing during the summer and the fall, and you, you start lifting heavier again, and you start eating 
eating foods that might put on the protein so you can, you know, may, maybe stay a little warm with some extra sub, subcutaneous fat as well as, you know, uh, have the energy so that you can do it again because, you know, fat has energy. So, you know, you have the energy that's stored up that when you're ready to hit it in the spring, you know, you can, uh, spring, summer, and fall, you can uh, do it without worrying about uh, too much injury because you've done uh, you, you've done everything to prepare by adhering to the four cycles of nature, which can also be applied to your fitness routine and any other routine that you desire. So yeah, Espinosa, he was on to something. You know, nature is God. God is nature. It's all around us. It's omnipresent. It's omnipotent. Knows everything that uh, we should know. However, we haven't tapped completely into it. And we don't really think about nature as being something that can speak to us. But I think a lot of us, you know, uh, maybe uh, have gotten away from that because, you know, there's definitely been societies and civilizations before us that really were tapped into nature and really were uh, flourishing societies because they understood the inner workings of how the world works. So yeah, I would encourage you to just, just kind of think about that today. You know, when, when you're sitting in your nice, cozy, warm home that has heat, you know, think about, you know, what's really going on around you outside in the world. Think about the cold weather that's going on. Think about what the animals are doing right now. You know, none of the animals are out foraging for food too much, even though it's technically not wintertime. Uh, they're not really foraging for food. They're kind of trying to hunker down and figure out what they're going to do uh, when the spring comes. So... I would definitely encourage you to do, to do the same. You know, not necessarily give up all hope. You know, that's not what I'm insinuating at all. But you know, just since we're in the winter time, you know, it's and you know, most people start thinking about their fitness uh, coming up. I would say, listen, you know, like uh, I know it's 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 kind of uh, intimidating, and well, I sh- I shouldn't say intimidating. I was going to say intimidating, but it's kind of tempting to want to like start off New Year's resolutions with everyone else, but I would say that if you're not into a fitness plan, you know, slowly get into it. You know, like it's it's a winner, you know, so slowly get into it. Start, you know, st- start thinking about it, you know, just start uh putting in a little bit of work here and there and you know, I know it doesn't sound right for me to encourage you not to work out, but if you're not working out, I would not encourage you to to go hardcore because that's the easiest way to quit. So, you know, take it slow. Four seasons. Plan, plant, produce, and uh, I was thinking of, I was trying to think of another word, <laughs> another P word. Uh, no, damn it. I don't know. I don't have it off the top of my head and I don't feel like uh, <laughs> going through a thesaurus, so we'll say cultivate. All right, so plan, plant, produce, and cultivate. Uh, I try to repeat it so I can get another P word. <laughs> Give me a couple more seconds to get a P word. Ah, oh, well. Well, you're more than welcome to put the, uh, a P word that could go with the four seasons on this uh, particular episode if you want to write some notes or shoot me an email. All right, I'm out of here. I really appreciate you listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this. Uh, don't forget to write a rating or review and tell me that P word <laughs> that you might have uh, that might go in with plan, plant, and produce. Until then, thanks for listening, and as always, keep good company.